0: Teresa Clark dog trainer from the Calm Lab. Hello there Teresa.
1: Hello how are you?
0: Very well thanks and thanks very much for joining us.
1: So yeah I've always um, loved animals and enjoyed animals Um, and about four years ago I acquired my Labrador Ellie uh, in the past, with all my animals I' never really had any problems with them, they just integrated into the family really nicely and i didn 't really have to do much training. I took most of my dogs to obedience classes for the fun of it and you know for the learning element um, but in the main, they were absolutely fine and um, Then I got Ellie uh, and she was a completely different personality. Um, full of energy highly excitable highly sensitive to every sort of stimulation
0: such um, as what sort of stimulation do you mean uh,
1: people other animals just grass anything just anything um you know unless she was in a room on her own she was never really that calm but uh, to start with it was it was more over excitement and um, I did make some mistakes with her because like a lot of people, I thought, well, with a high-energy dog, you just need to exercise them more. Um, but of course, that's not actually the case. I found out later, we need to calm them down more. <laughs> right, more. and were you,
0: were you able to take her walking in the park or was she sort of rushing over to all the other dogs all the time?
1: I got to the stage where, um, she's, she's always been friendly with dogs, but I got to the stage where she was scared of humans. was lunging and aggressive towards humans and nothing bad had happened to her Um, and it was getting to the stage where yes I could take her out because she's not a huge Labrador and I knew I could hold her but it wasn't very nice for me it wasn't very nice for other people and certainly wasn't very nice for her Um, so I got to the stage where I couldn't really take her out and I embarked on finding out what gone wrong here because you know i hadn't had that trouble before she hadn't had any traumas i'd had her from a puppy um and to cut a long story short i realized that um you know some dogs are just highly sensitive and if we don't um give them boundaries to understand what's acceptable and what's what's not they just become more and more excitable their adrenaline builds up all the time because every day they're having a either an exciting uh day or an anxious day their adrenaline builds up and it just takes uh it never never em- never empties
0: and is this is uh, due to a medical condition this over excitement no,
1: no it's, just it's actually, exactly the same as humans some humans are very calm some humans are highly highly strong
0: right okay and so um, how
1: did you discover the solution um I did a lot of courses, uh, dog training courses, m- all of them, you know, all, all the different methods. And I just found that although they do probably work for Karma Dogs, they didn't work for Ellie. And I was really getting nowhere. I was at the end of my tether, really. And then I started concentrating more on the uh, emotional side of it. I read a lot about human emotions and human psychology And although, of course, dogs are very different to humans, um, you know, physiologically and instinctively, their brains work the same as ours. And, you know, they have adrenaline, (laughs) adrenaline spikes the same as us. So I realized that what I needed, and I took some um, clues from some of the courses that I'd done, but I realized that, you know, it's all about trying to keep the adrenaline levels low so that they actually can think about things and learn things. Because if you're in a high if you're in a high arousal state of mind all the time you don't really learn anything and you don't make good decisions and that goes for humans and animals so i started using techniques that would just keep her um, to an acceptable level level of calmness and then when she met something that scared her or uh, she was overexcited by she never went too high you know in terms of adrenaline so she could actually cope with it with nice. my help and support
0: yes and yeah. and what sort of techniques were these
1: well but first of all i mean it, it it would take longer than than our time allocated to explain it all yes. but essentially and what i wanted what i needed to find when i decided to do this professionally i needed to find a quick method because most people don't have the time and patience that i actually had when i was dealing with ellie um, and it's very difficult for people to spend as much time as is needed for usual me- methods where you're sort of building habits. So I wanted to find a really quick method that was kind and gentle and easy. So I found that the best, that, that there's three things. First of all, you know, boundaries. So many of us um, say to your dog, don't get up there. Oh, okay, you're up there. Don't pull on the lead. Oh, okay well we've got to get home i'll let you pull me home because we don't know what to do to stop it mm-hmm. so the first thing is boundaries we we mustn't um we mustn't proceed until our dogs are in the right state of mind so if for example one of many examples you're walking past a person that your dog is uncomfortable with you have to notice how they're feeling are they feeling okay so that we can Walk by if I put her to my side so that I'm between her and the trigger. Um, or if she's so fearful, it would be better if I'm going the other way. Right. That way, you start to teach your dog that you will protect them no matter what. You will, you're there for them. You don't need to be scared. If I'm, you know, and, and they start to trust you, if I'm saying it's okay to go past this person, it is okay. But if you can't handle it, let's walk away. The same as we would with a friend that was scared of something. We yes. Say, Can you handle going by that and they might say yes if you hold my hand or yes if you you know walk between me and the thing that they're scared of. Yes,
0: of course. Or they yeah.
1: might say no, actually I can't cope with that at all, in which case you'd say to your friend, well let's let's leave it for another day.
0: Sure.
1: And that's how we should be thinking with our dogs and then eventually they have less situations where their adrenaline rises so their adrenaline lay, uh, stays at a more sensible level all of the time so that when it rises it's not going they're not going above threshold even oh, if they're even okay. if they've been up with one of their triggers um so that's sort of number one it's sort of boundaries. i'm saying i will say to my dog no you can't run towards that person i'm going to block you and turn you around and go the other way so it's never oh. allowed them to just take just make their own decisions as to how they deal with the situation same with you know walking through doors I don't care if my dog walks through door first but she mustn't be dragging me out the door you know she otherwise will just wait until she's calmer until okay
0: t- so now so now you teach these techniques to um other people and their dogs and this is on a one-to-one basis do you do puppies as well or is it only for adult dogs
1: I specialize in um dogs that are highly anxious and highly overexcitable. Um, But really, if somebody would start with their puppy, they probably wouldn't have the problems in the first place. I find the difficulty is, and it's completely understandable, when somebody's got a new puppy that's excitable, you can see that it's excitable, but it's lovely, it's friendly, they don't anticipate they're going to have problems. And it's really only when they have problems <laughs> that they come to me. But I'd love to find a way of saying to people, you know, if you just um, do this from the start, you never have problems and you'll live a happy, peaceful life together. Of instead course. Of that, through the trauma that, that, you know, people like I went through. And, of course, there are so many people struggling with their dogs and so many dogs ending up in shelters, not because the owners are irresponsible, because they just don't know what to do.
0: Yeah. And of course, during lockdown, um, the number of dogs now um, has reached amazing proportions. So many people have now yeah. taken on dogs. But yeah. um, so are these courses, I'm assuming, are on, Are they socially distanced in a park or are they online?
1: Uh, I can do online. Um, and I was doing online during the lockdown, of course. Um, I've now moved on to working with people in the garden, in, in the gardens.
0: Uh-huh. Uh,
1: and I usually do incorporate a short walk in the consultation because that's one of the main problems people have. Um, so at the moment, I'm, I'm working in the garden. And because uh, I was initially thinking that I could start going around people's houses again, but of course now COVID cases are rising a little, I'll probably still opt for the garden. But nevertheless, it you know that works out quite well. Um, and on,
0: yeah. a- on, on average, how many sessions do people have with you? One. Oh really? Just
1: so so one? Have, Wow. So they have one session where they will learn everything they need to learn, and and then I give free backup support if there's anything they haven't understood or they feel that something's not working. If something's not working, it's not because of the method. It's because either I haven't explained it properly, or um, or you know something some some miscommunication has happened. Um, so I'm there to help people if they continue to have problems and to give encouragement of the course um but that one session you will know everything you need to know um it, how to help your dog and yeah i'll be there for the lifetime of your dog because that's although obviously uh, you know it's my business but the reason i do it or the main reason i do it is because i just don't want people to ever be in the situation i was in and i don't want all the dogs that are in shelters Um, to be in shelters and of course it's lovely that so many people have got dogs during the lockdown because I think dogs are good for the soul so you know they could really help their owners but if they get an excitable dog you know it could end up in you know in the situation where they just don't know how to handle it. So. Sure. well let's
0: hope they come to you and don't and don't put them don't rehouse the the, the dog that's yeah, the thing, Absolutely,
1: and yeah. and, uh,
0: so um also i saw from your website you actually go on walks with people if they can't take their dog for a walk yeah. you actually yeah. go with them and and show them what yeah. to
1: do yes absolutely and i i do that in most of my consultations unless that's not really a problem um and I will also do that as a backup if Aww. anybody's still struggling. So, yes, I, I, I will do the walk because the walk is probably the most important. Most dogs feel safe, calm and happy indoors. But it's when they go out that all the distractions and the triggers arise.
0: And one of the other issues, of course, is the, is the barking and the yapping, isn't there? I mean, there, I think yeah. there was something on your website again about dogs who yap all the time. Uh, yeah. can, you, can you help with that? Yes.
1: Most of these things are stress related um, and they've just got this pent-up nervous energy that they've got to get rid of somehow. Um, and, you know, very often, um, you know, it might it might be fear. They sometimes yap if there's people around that they don't know or if they can hear noises. Um, and other times it's just um, an almost um, trying to get attention, barking. Um, so, yes, uh, this, this method... It's one method to solve all behaviours. There's not a different method for each behaviour. It solves all behaviours.
0: Right. And how much does it cost?
1: Well, um, if I do a three-hour consultation with free backup and a free lead, it's £300. Um, but I am trying to work out some more affordable versions that are still going to work. There's no point in doing having a more affordable version that's not going to work. So I'm trying to um, work out something for people that that's too much money for, especially at the moment. You know, people yes. Um,
0: and interestingly, on your, that, web- interesting, on your website, uh, you've got Inside Every Dog is a Good Dog and Inside Every Good Dog is a Great Dog. Yes. Which I thought was a lovely
1: maxim. That's that's absolutely right. Dogs only want to please us and if they're not able to please us it's because they're not in, they don't have the right mindset. They're too you know, it's like it's like with us, you know, the situation if you're overexcited or fearful, you can't think straight, can you? No. And it's no. the same for our dogs. If they you know, if they can't think straight, they even forget where they're. Whereas a dog that's calm is wanting to please you, they always want to know where you are, you know, their their family animals you know they like to be in a family group and they treat us as their their family which means that um the same as in any family group in any business group in any animal group there has to be somebody making decisions not necessarily the same one all the time but there has to be somebody to make decisions otherwise it all falls apart it has you have to be able to trust your your group members um and for them to take their own responsibility so Whereas a lot of training methods will teach a dog to do something, they're doing it in return for something. Whereas with, with, with this method, it's more of a relational um, uh, method where sure. they're, okay. choosing, they're choosing to do something and they're learning how to calm themselves down and they're learning you know, how to be peaceful in their own life. So,
0: Brilliant. Yeah. Well, I'm afraid that's all we've got time for, Teresa, but thank you well, so much for quickly. coming in. <laughs> Well, thank you so much for coming in and talking to us. Would you like to give us your website details so we can get more information?
1: Yes, absolutely. It's, uh, yeah, calmlab.co.uk.
0: Fantastic. Thank you very much, Teresa. Thank you. That was Teresa Clark, dog trainer from the Calm Lab.